Brer Fox and Brer Bear for bringing me back home to my briar patch. <laughs> Did you remember to turn off those robots? And now, the show that has the whole town cooking. W Radio, your information station. Hello and welcome to the WDW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World information station. I am your host, Lou Mangello, and this is show number 383 for the week of October 26th, 2014. I'm here once again, as always, to help you have the best possible Disney vacation experience and bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are with this podcast, my videos, blog, live broadcasts, special events, books, CDs, and more. You can find everything over at www.radio.com. So Disneyland gave Walt Disney a way to immerse guests in many of the movies he had brought to life on screen, and that continued, of course, to Walt Disney World as well. So this week, we're going to share our top 10 list of attractions, shows, and locations that connect you to a specific Disney movie, and maybe vice versa. I'll then have the answer to our last Walt Disney World trivia question of the week, and pose a new challenge for your chance to win a Disney prize package. Then stay tuned as I'll have some updates and announcements, including information about our next meet of the month in Walt Disney World and Disneyland. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WDW Radio Show. Disneyland and eventually Walt Disney World really allowed Walt Disney, who was always frustrated by the limits of technology, but not in his imagination, to bring his retelling of classic stories and many of his animated films to life. And he did this by creating a three-dimensional environment in which we as guests are active participants. So opening day at Disneyland attractions like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and Peter Pan's Flight Snow White, and even the storybook land canal boats immersed guests in the films they had come to love on the screen. And it didn't stop there with the addition of Alice in Wonderland and Pinocchio's Daring Journey and even moving up to Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin and Indiana Jones Adventure. The list goes on and on. And certainly this continued in Walt Disney World from opening day attractions to recent additions based on some newer and older classics like Little Mermaid and Snow White and many others, movies are really brought to life in ways that afford us the opportunity to experience them that often makes us feel as though we've stepped through the screen and into the film itself. So this week, we're going to look at and discuss some of those films in Walt Disney World as we share our top 10, in air quotes, list of attractions or shows or locations that really connect you to the movie or maybe vice versa. And joining me as always on top 10 lists is the the, the Mowgli to my King Louie, the Jafar to my Aladdin, the Eeyore to my Pooh Bear, Tim Bananas, I had to qualify that, Tim <laughs> Bananas Foster from Celebrations Magazine. I can't talk. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Wait, I have to cough. <clears throat> there we go. Oh my. That yeah, was. Sorry about that. <laughs> wow. That was unintentional. Did so not see that one. You are to my poo bear. All right, so Timmy Foster, uh, as always, we don't discuss these ahead of time. And this was actually a top ten that you suggested. You talked about that these places in Walt Disney World that make you feel like you are in a not a not a, a land or, or a theme, but a specific Disney movie or vice versa, right? So tell me what sort of prompted this or, or what was maybe we could even sort of step right into it. What was sort of the first thing, possibly the only thing you thought of when you thought about this list? Well, I'm still in Winnie the Pooh land. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> well, congratulations on stealing every single one of mine before you even introduced me. Well, I, I was well. Most of my mentioned were Disneyland. That's why I didn't go to anything in in World. And and so, look, there's obviously ones that are clearly very obvious, or maybe not so obvious. Well. <clears throat> The, the the thing actually it's funny because it's it's a great idea isn't it isn't this a great idea <laughs> and it totally stumped me as soon as I started to think about it. and I think actually in hearing your uh, eloquent introduction I think my rules are very different from your rules mm. so this is really going to be interesting because what prompted me to think of this was what's going to be my number one which we'll get to after we get to our first seventeen well. T- 15 for you and two for me, because that's all I can think of. But um, yeah, once I got past that first one, though, I went, uh oh. So, <laughs> but again, I think because I, I made rules for myself a little differently than I think you did. So, so define for us, outline us for us, if you, if you can, counselor, uh, yes, Tim's, Tim Foster's <clears throat> rules of evidence in, in well, terms of the <clears throat> list. It, uh, I will say it's not a. It wasn't a rule so much. I just I went into it thinking that I'm. Go, I want to avoid the obvious. Uh, the attraction exists because the movie exists, and go kind of beyond that and think of more. Uh, <laughs> as it turns out, tenuous connections to movies, hmm. as opposed to, you know, the X attraction based on the X movie, but. Based on what you said, I don't know if that's what came across when I said that. So, well, go go into your first one because you might uh, you hopefully won't then take any of mine because I wasn't going down. Try not to go down that path. So, as you go through your first one, explain to us the logic behind it, so I have a better understanding. Oh, I I, there's no logic behind it because I have no clue what you're talking about. (laughs) So, I'm very curious to see actually what is on your list because we may be do, doing two very <laughs> different topics. Well, that, and, and that's fine. That way we'll get to our 20, requisite 27 without any problem here. So well, let's see. I'll, I'll start with one. And again, I'm, I'm saving my big one for last and you know what it is, so you better not steal it from me. But I actually don't. So I'm going to, before you start. Well, it was, gonna... it, well you better because when I said this idea because, you know, like oh, this. Oh, right. So you gave like, an example, yeah, right. Yeah, that's my, that's the only one I could think of right away. Um, but diving deeper, going into the layers, as you said. <clears throat> I also found myself more um, not, it was like a, not so much the ride, the attraction, sorry, uh, reminded me of the film, but perhaps vice versa, like the film reminded me of a certain attraction. You know, I got both of those things going. Right. And if, uh, the second one I thought of was um, uh, Dis- in Disney's Hollywood Studios, home of Toy Story Mania, 
but I'm not going there. Um, going to Mickey Avenue as a whole. Hmm. Because it reminds me of, or I should say the film that I'm going to mention reminded me of Mickey Avenue, Saving Mr. Banks. Wow. And, yeah, and I and I say this because, I, and I love, I, I trust everyone does, I absolutely love Saving Mr. Banks. I've seen it a zillion times. I cry every time. Um, <clears throat> one of the very cool, one of the many, many cool things about it, though, is getting the chance to be at uh, the Disney Studios in its heyday and seeing, you know, seeing the, the, the cars and the hairstyles and the people and, and Walt Disney himself, a la Mr. Tom Hanks. But um, it reminded me as I was watching it of of Mickey Avenue and the, the references to the studio on Mickey Avenue, like the street signs and, and the homages to uh, you know, overall the Hollywood as we remembered it, but in Mickey Avenue, more of the Disney Studios as we would like to remember it if we were fortunate enough to have been there at the time. But like like walking through Mickey Avenue, if you look at some of the signage and things, it's um, you know puts you back in the the you know Disney Studios at their prime, as did Saving Mr. Banks the movie, and that's where I got a connection. More in seeing the movie reminded me of Mickey Avenue. But you get the idea. So. Wow. So wow. I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> well, I, I, that gets you back for Winnie the Pooh, then. Or even. <laughs> so, I, and, I, and I see, and I, I, I think I kind of see what you, I think <laughs> what you did there. It's going to be a go with me on this one, guy. I think this is a many. So I, I will tell you, when you first mentioned this and you gave an example, yeah, I said, oh, places like, you said specifically places in but Walt Disney World that but, make you feel like you're on a specific Disney movie. So I said, yeah. okay, this is going to be easy. And then I thought about it. I said, it's not. I said, because I'm not going to be like, oh, and, and I'm using like, Snow White's Scary Adventures makes me think of Snow White the film. Like yes. that, I didn't want to go as literal as that. I was like, okay, a place that makes me feel like I am in a specific movie. And at first I came up with one, and I was like, oh, I'm going to have a tough time with this. And then I got on a roll, and I've got like oh, okay. 19. All right. See, we were, we were simpatico there, see? And, and oddly enough, yeah. I think that our first one is going to be similar in that this is the first thing that came to my mind when I thought about a place in Walt Disney World that makes me feel like I'm in a specific Disney movie. And I, I don't think it's a go with me here to a certain degree, but when you hear it, it it's, a, it's somewhat obscure, maybe even overlooked, but it's a place in Walt Disney World that I love, mm -hmm. and it's the Happiness Hotel. And you're going, the what? The, the what? where? What are you talking about, Mangello, you freak? The Happiness yeah. Hotel is from what movie? Um, uh, Toy Story, the great, the, the great Muppet Caper, and oh, if you course. go into the Stage One Company store over at Disney's Hollywood Studios by Muppet Vision 3D, inside that store, and specifically in one of the entrances that you can go into uh, across from the entrance to Mama Melrose's, it looks exactly like a recreation of the Happiness Hotel. 
So there's a front desk, which is the cashier's counter. There's like a second level that has doors to, to different rooms. There's a, a actually there's a cool little sort of hidden Mickey in terms of a pair of Mickey's pants. They're sort of hanging up there on a clothesline. There's uh, a sign that says, please steal the linen. It's cheaper than having it cleaned. It's full <laughs> of amazing, awesome sight gags, literally ripped right out of that scene from The Great Muppet Caper. And I think a lot of people, especially if you don't come in that one entrance with all the lockers and the props in there, you you sort of miss it even though it's hiding in plain sight. And that's one of the reasons why I love it. Because when you do stand there, and if you're familiar with the film, you're like, I get it. And you can see it because it's almost identical to the scene in the film. And the more you look at the counter and more you look up on that second level you really understand that, oh, this is meant to be sort of that movie set facade from the Happiness Hotel. So that is the one place that if you stand there and you look up and you look at that counter, you can feel as though, or I feel as though, that I am in, I am a part of, I am an actor in that film, which is sort of how I interpreted your top 10 idea. A place that I can stand and look around and feel as though I am in a specific film Happiness Hotel, Great Muppet Caper. I just dropped the mic and walked off stage. Good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs> wow, back at you. Wish I'd seen the film. But <laughs> I'll get you a Betamax copy so you can. <laughs> uh, that's outstanding. Yeah, see, we're we're going down the same path here. Now I, I'm going. I'm looking at my list here and say I got like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like eight other ones, but. Wow, these are all really go with it me here. So let me see what's the least offensive here. Da, 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 the least offensive. Which one will get you the least amount of email? <laughs> well, I can't get any more than I already. All right, this I'm I, I'm going to throw a weird one. I'm going to do a two. I'm going to do a Lou Mangiello two for one special here. I'm not quite sure how to start this one. Let's see. Well, uh, uh, I'm going to go to the Haunted Mansion. Hmm. Yeah. And, and well, <laughs> going to be in the <laughs> – no, I'm trying to think so. I'm trying to uh, – all right, this is, this is the end play at what I'm getting at. I'm tying the Haunted Mansion and the Pirates of the Caribbean uh-huh. together. <laughs> so Wow, okay. All right, so I'm getting rid of two of these, so sorry. Um so the haunted mansion. I'm thinking of the ballroom scene and the organ player to the far left. And I know all of you are screaming like the twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Are you mad? Well, yeah, I guess so. You could say that. But it also reminds me of the scene in Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, where Davy Jones is playing the organ. <laughs> by himself in his misery in several scenes throughout that film. Um, and, of course, that in of itself has all the elements of ghosts and spirits and, and hauntings and otherworldly beings and, and whatnot. So uh, when, I actually, when I saw that scene in the film, and again, this is more of the film reminding me of a place in Disney, but um, that, that immediately came to mind. Um, of, oh, Haunted Mansion, same thing. Boy, I'm really stretching this one. <laughs> wow. I... But I like it. But I was also thinking in the reverse, um, the Haunted Mansion movie. Can I say I said that, saw that movie, and I kind of liked it? Am I allowed to say that? You're allowed to say that. 
Okay. All right. So anyway, The Haunted Mansion, classic, classic Disney film. So wait, wait, watching... wait, 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 wait. Slow down. Wait. Oh, uh, I couldn't say that. All right. We're talking about the same. We're not talking about the, the potential Guillermo del Toro Haunted Mansion. We're talking about the Jim Evers, Eddie Murphy. That That's the one, right? With... Yeah, the Eddie Murphy um... one that's like the, like the one, the character out in front of The Haunted Mansion at, at Walt Disney World. You have you have very beautiful children, Mrs. Evers. Uh, I kicked them some chromosomes too. That, that, that's it. That was that was that's my that was my Eddie Murphy. Was that an Eddie Murphy impression? <laughs> Ice um, cream. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> well, actually, what I was trying to do is think of the um, the opening sequence in Pirates of the Caribbean attraction, where you're going through the caves before you happen upon the pirates themselves, and it's dark and creepy and and watery and all that and spooky. Um, and I, I thought of in trying to again connect these two of the uh, the the scene in Haunted Mansion where they go in to get the in the mausole- mausoleum. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say. With uh, uh, again, it's filled guys. with water. It's creepy. It's spooky. I don't know. I give up. Go on to your next one. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> I think that you're trying to. I hard. think they're. I think they're very connected. I, I think well, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies obviously reference Pirates of the Caribbean, but I, I do. I do find myself thinking in Haunted Mansion mode a lot too when I when I see those films, um, and especially Davy Jones at the uh, the organ in particular, because that that just evokes the whole blah, 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 blah thing. But, All right, so I'm so. going to play recovering attorney here, and I'm going to <laughs> to contradict. Because I, I did, I sort of made some. I, I when I was sort of brain dumping some ideas, and I was making sort of bullet pointed notes of attractions I was thinking of. I literally have it says not, and I have three attractions: mansion, pirates, and country bears. <laughs> Ones that I specifically feel do not make me feel as though I am in those films, right? And it's nothing okay. against the attractions, but certainly the connection from the film. Fortunately, so for the haunted mansion, but the connection from the film to the attraction is not there. The same thing, Pirates of the Caribbean, other than seeing Johnny Depp, is very, very incredibly loosely like as in not connected to the films really at all. And the Country Bear Jamborees, just let it go. Just I don't mean let it go. Like it's like Godfather Three. It doesn't really exist. I forgot there was a Country Bear. Right. So that's why those were not on my list. So I think you're trying too hard because I said, okay, no, no, no. You you got your list. I got my list. I closed my my eyes. I said, okay, Lou Mangello. The seven-year-old boy trapped like in the forty-six-year-old body. You like getting put national treasure on this list, which I almost. Did, I wish there would have been. Oh my god! If they made like a national treasure <laughs> attraction, bomb.com right there. Are you kidding me? I'm there. Well, I'm Philadelphia. I live it every day. All right. So, um, I closed my eyes. I said, "Where is seven-year-old boy Lou Mangello?" When you close your eyes and you think of a place, it doesn't have to be an attraction or even just mm-hmm. a location in Walt Disney World that makes you feel like you are sort of in the movie or you're in that world, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel that way, quick tangent, I feel that way more than anywhere else on the planet in Cars Land in Disney's California Adventure. You that, step on yeah. Route 66, you are inside that film. It is brilliant imagineering. Yeah. In Walt Disney World, yeah. seven-year-old Lou Mangello, when mm-hmm. he steps under the Adat Walker and into the Ewok Village among my brothers and into the queue of Star Tours and there's R2-D2 and C-3PO and uh, 
oh, it's a trap. Like, come on. Like, it's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Like, I'm like, oh, man, like, this is what I wanted as a kid. Like, Admiral Akbar looking down on me, welcoming me to the Star Speeder 1000. It's obviously not directly from the films, but you feel like you are in the world of Star Wars, right? And then you visit, you know, Kashyyyk, and you visit all the planets that you see in the movies. You're like, yeah, man, like, this is what it's like, you know, when, when... and I love the scene when you sort of end at Naboo and the thing crashes through. Spoiler alert. Um, what? Yeah. So a Star Tours for me is one of the places that when you step into, you step through that portal, I am immersed in the world and the films and the Star Tours universe. Another quick aside. This no. what, almost <laughs> another what, one. Well, yeah, because you know what could have been cool? Because this almost wasn't Star Tours, right? <gasps> this this concept for this sort of um, simulator like this, where mm. you could sort of determine the car ride, was actually meant for another film that I would have loved to have seen, which was the Black Hole. <gasps> what? What? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, but it, between the, the the cost of the attraction and the, the film itself didn't do very well. The ending is incredibly creepy. I just watched it like a couple of months ago. Uh, <laughs> I love the movie. I would love a Vincent, like a life-size Vincent in my room. Um, okay. But it almost was Black Hole, but very, again, Star Tours. Close your eyes. You're in the world of Star Tours. All right. I'm going to up and down you on this one. I'm, okay. I will tell you. <clears throat> Um, I might have told this story before. I, years ago, was with uh, my family, extended family, on a trip, and we were in Star Tours. Um, this is actually the older version, even though the queue was still largely the same. But my little nephew, who was probably five at the time, and gave Darth Vader a run for his money at the Jedi training <laughs> camp, I will tell you. But to echo your sentiments, he walked in, and already a huge Star Wars fan, that's good parenting on my brother's part. Just adding that. He walked in, and we were in the queue, and he just looked up to me and said, this is my dream. Uh, so, so there you go. But, but I, I thought when I threw this idea out there that I said Disney film. That's not a Disney film. Um, I, as a Disney stockholder, uh, owning no, the, I, we no, you just can't bought Lucasfilm. Look, <laughs> Disney didn't make the first one, and Han shot first. Those are the truisms <laughs> of this conversation. I'll give you a pass though, because they it's, own it. I actually thought of that too, but and they are making episode myself, seven. So. They're making episode seven, so it is a full-fledged Disney <laughs> film. All right, well, when they replace C-3PO <laughs> with 67-year-old Carrie Fisher going, no flash and photography, then you can <laughs> put this one back on. That was list. the best Carrie Fisher impression yeah. I've ever heard. Thank you. I've Plus, there's Star on. Wars Rebels. Come on, man. All right. Star Wars Rebels, by the way, just saw the the, the first episode on, <laughs> on Disney XD. I dig yeah. it, man. It's killing uh, all right. Well, I'm trying to educate my parents in the ways of. St- I'm trying. Listen, this is a. T- you talk about asides. Here's an aside. I'm glad my parents. I'm going to make them listen to this episode. I don't know if they normally do listen. They don't. But I'm going to make them listen because I'm going to out my stepfather right now. <laughs> we're watching Star Wars. I'm trying to re-educate them with said nephew at my side, and we're cheering on the good guys and 
booing the bad guys and all that right and proper stuff and doing the whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And we're watching the first, all right, the original episode, episode four for all you people out there. And opening scene, the Dark Lord of the Sith walks through and my stepfather goes, it's Dark Vader. <laughs> oh, Oh, the pain. If he would have said it's oh, dark pain. If he would have said it's dark helmet, I would have given him credit for it. <laughs> no, no, no. And no, Dark Vader. Dark Vader. The heart breaks. All right, now going on to my next one. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we're working. We're working on. Oh gosh, where am I gonna go? Oh I, this is kind of an obvious one, I think. So I'm mashing two attractions together. Oh. <laughs> uh the more literal, obvious one is the Jungle Cruise with the temple sequence. But I'm also going to tie it to the Maharaja Jungle Trek, both of which remind me of the Jungle Book, as you called me the Mowgli to your King Louis, because it reminds me of your realm, your ruins, the uh, climbing vine, you know, and in the and the Maharaja Jungle Trek, especially, there's you do come across different areas of uh, you know ancient ruins and whatnot. And and that scene and the scene in the Jungle Cruise, that one in particular, you're going through the ruins, um, remind me of the Jungle Book as a whole, particularly the King Louis scene, but just the feel and the vibe of a whole thing. As does the British Revolution, or they did from the UK, but that that was a whole other tangent that I decided not to go down. Because of the, you know, vultures at the end, Beatles thing, <laughs> hanging in there. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> but you got you to give me Jungle Book and Jungle Cruise. And, come on. So I'm going to give you, I'll give you half credit. Come on. So, so I thought about Jungle Cruise. These are really going south. My but number the, one is really good, folks. Trust man, me. Man, you better Trust kill me. it on the number no, one. No, it's my number one. I would have given you Jungle Cruise, and I would have given you a hug like there ain't nobody's business. If you would have said, you know what, Lou Mangello, I what? ride the Jungle Cruise, and I, and I feel like— I think 101 like, Dalmatians. I feel like I am in the 1955 Disney True Life Adventure, The African Lion. Oh, no. What do you mean? No, I think it came to it was directly influenced by the 1955 right, well, *The Lion*. Graded on my own list, but that's okay. And then if you were sort of going, you tar- <laughs> if you were sort of talking about like Harper Goff and Bill Evans, and man, I would have given you love like there's nobody's I w- business. I, I, I know, even, you know what? I would have even given you ooh, the African ooh. Queen. So. <laughs> that's not about. See, you're, now you're you're going out of the the, the right. Nah. But that's what I'm saying. I really got excited. Because I thought you were going to give me True Life oh, Adventures. Oh, come on. So. All right. I'll give you right. Jungle Cruise and True Life Adventures with the No, elephant. please. You've never even seen the And Ginger. Line. Ginger snaps. <laughs> <laughs> it's fall. All right. So. Train wreck. <sighs> Go ahead. No. All right. So I, Baz. again, in trying not to think necessarily of ones that people might consider obvious, uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to leave the studios for a little while, uh, okay. and I'm going to head on over to the original Magic Kingdom and an opening day attraction. You're cheating. I'm not cheating. Why am I okay. cheating? I don't think this is open anymore. Uh, 
Man, dude. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but All I'm right. going to walk the oh so many steps and look out from the top of the Swiss family treehouse. Oh, and okay. As I wander through the kitchen and I listen to the sounds of the Swiss polka and I look to see how this this group, this family took items from their wrecked ship to create a home in this tree, I think of the Disney film Swiss Family Robinson because it's pulled directly from there. I think of Ken Anakin. I, I think of of James MacArthur and Tommy Kirk, and I feel as though, and I would love to be able to sleep in one of those rooms in the treehouse because I feel as though it's so well accurately represents the feel and the, the story and the place from the 1966, 1960 Swiss Family Robinson film. No, I reject that one. You've never seen the Swiss Family Robinson, have you? I didn't know. I didn't know there was movie. <laughs> Dude, I am getting you a whole bunch of DVDs for. Uh... <laughs> no, that's outstanding. I, actually, that was one of the ones I was playing that game in my mind. Like, like the, that's kind of. Don't you have Disney movies anywhere? Dot com? Like, you could just what? Disney. Have you never heard of Disney movies anywhere? No. Really? That doesn't sound legal. <laughs> it's. <laughs> No, I, I I mean from a copyright point of view. No, it's you can get movies through iTunes and watch them anywhere. Oh, like it's what's I, from what's I, what's iTunes? Disney movies anywhere. <laughs> My head hurts. <laughs> all right, so I've given you what's this intraweb you keep talking? Yeah, about? all right, so. Uh, at, my Swiss Family Robinson. I, I'm just gonna sit back and and watch the fireworks to see where you go next. Oh, you're gonna kill me on this one. <laughs> this this one. I, I'm going with this one. Oh this, my God. Now this is a very 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 specific moment in one of my favorite Disney slash Pixar films. And note, I said Disney film. I'm not. Uh -huh. Going like with Gone with the Wind or anything like that, you know. I don't remember that I did either, but okay. <laughs> African Queen. I didn't know. I said African <laughs> Lion. It's a it's a true life adventure series. For the love of God, man. <laughs> I, Go ahead. Hold on, I gotta catch myself. Okay. Um, now this. Uh, let's see. Let's start with the attraction or the ride. Start with the attraction. Spaceship Earth. Oh, my favorite, one of my favorite attractions of all time. And I'm actually going to go – I'm cheating a little bit into the past of Spaceship Earth. And we've talked about this specific moment in Spaceship Earth, which was – we – I think we agree was slightly better, much better than the current iteration being the grand reveal when you get to the top. And I – my heart always goes with the Jeremy Irons Spaceship Earth version, and it's it's the grand reveal when you turn on this our Spaceship Earth and you see Earth up on the top of the planetarium on the interior of the geodesic sphere that is Spaceship Earth. Um, and I think we agree it's timed out a little more dramatic on the Jeremy Irons version than the... Uh, Phoenicians invented the alphabet version, which you love so dearly. <laughs> and and it actually reminds me of Wally, one of my one of the many, many scenes that makes me shed a slight tear or two when Wally looks skyward 
And for the briefest of moments, the pollution and the clouds part, and he sees the stars and the promise of the universe and the world beyond and the world of the future and tomorrow and the promise <laughs> Are you of drunk? the better. <laughs> no, come on. All right, now, and that also reminded me, the Wally, of the junk pile in the imagination uh, with Figment Q, with his little thing with the forks and the, the light bulbs and the thing. So, Come on, that's a good one. That's a good one. So I love people Wally. help me. Help I me. love Wally. I, am I love the film. I, I love the story. I love the fact that there's there, there's hardly any dialogue in it. I think it's just brilliantly well. I've never ridden Spaceship Earth and going. You know, this makes me think of Wally. No, come on. When I saw that moment in Wally, it's the first thing I thought it was. A, 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 all right, and then but all right, then then go a little. <laughs> Before that, in the personal computer, we all know it's Apple scene and the whole, you know, Eve looks like an Apple. All right. I, I give up. Wow. She's, she's like an iPhone brought to life or something. <laughs> I, didn't they make a movie about that? That's what I meant. Wow. Wow. So if you would have said (laughs) – Give me me what I should have said. What you should have said is that, you know, Lou, when I go to New Fantasyland, which – What? When I go to New Fantasyland, (laughs) it's in the Magic Kingdom. And I I think back to what you said at the beginning about how Disneyland, especially Fantasyland, allowed Walt – it gave him – such freedom and flexibility to to tell his stories and immerse guests in multi-dimensional, multi-sensory environments. And when you walk into New Fantasyland, you really get that similar sense, right? You have attractions based on classic and, and newer classic films like, you know, Mermaid and Enchanted Tales with Belle and The Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. But when I go to New Fantasyland... And I think about, again, to quote you, a place that makes me feel like I am in a specific <laughs> Disney movie. Disney movie. Disney movie. Yeah. I walk into the <laughs> Be Our Guest restaurant. I knew you were going and there. See, I left that one for you because I knew you Because you, you didn't even think about it. I don't no, even, I, I, I'm not even thinking sorry, about the food. Right? Crazy as that sounds, I'm Sweet. not thinking about the food. I think about... That grand ballroom and the the mystery and the darkness and uh, of the West Wing and the Rose Gallery and it, it, like you, th- you I, I think from the outside it is one of the most beautiful visually stunning locations that Imagineering has created in decades right rivaled only by Cars Land I think the waterfalls and the trees and the flowing rivers and the sounds. And the castle and the forced perspective off in the distance, it makes me feel like I am watching a scene from Beauty and the Beast. And when I step inside that ballroom, right, with those 20-foot ceilings and the the clouds and the little cherubs and, and the gigantic chandeliers and the snow falling outside, like, man, like, I am really feel like I am dining in that ballroom in, from the final scene of Beauty and the Beast, I'm not even. I literally take the food out of the equation, which is crazy for Lou Mangello to say. But you Never talk about an on. environment that makes you feel like. And look, bring a kid in there, right? Bring kids in there for the first time, 
and watch their mouths just fall open agape like, like this is it. Like the same thing that they say when they see Cars Land, like, oh, I feel like I'm in the movie. That is what I get, especially, again, with that grand ballroom and that West Wing and just the different feel each of the rooms has. I think it's brilliant and beautifully done in terms of creating a setting based on a film. So be our guest very, very high on my list. This is in no particular order, but this one was it was very, very high on my list. That's outstanding. <laughs> Does that mean you have none left? I have none left. All right. I'm, I got nothing. Uh, no, I, I uh, let's see. Actually, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, well, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to piggyback off yours. Um, this, this is kind of a, well, this, this is one that, um, for a lot of reasons would probably win this contest if we flex the rules a little bit, but there's one aspect to it that, that I'm going to go differently than what you might think. And I'm going to go to not far from where you are right now, my young friend, Mickey's PhilharMagic. And I, to me, it was, uh, you know, when I started thinking, and I'll be honest, when I, fir- when I first started to try-, try and flesh out the rest of the list, my thoughts went kind of where we were both thinking, but pulled away from me, you know, like the Little Mermaid film, Little Mermaid attraction and, and that kind of thing. And Mickey's PhilharMagic was right up there because I think with without a doubt that not only do you get one film, you get you get several from you can you can almost f- feel the African sun heat in the Lion King scene. The Peter Pan flying through the clouds is spellbinding. The flight through Agrabah with Aladdin, breathtaking. And I think every, each of those absolutely warrants a place could could have fleshed out this whole list and but what i'm going to land on you're going to yell at me i know you're going to yell at me for this um is beauty and the beast but not the sequence in the film which i love dearly but for me i don't that might just be me i don't know if it's for you too the lobby itself once you get out of the the outer queue and into right the area before the magical op- doors and get your opera glasses and stuff. I don't know why. I'm not quite sure how, but that whole area reminds me of Beauty and the Beast in itself from the, the that dark, brilliant blue color, which I've never seen anywhere else, to the, the ornateness of the uh, the, the railings, the door handles, the the lighting, and and the doors themselves. That even before you get in, I get you get the feeling that you're in a dare I say it a fantasy land. And in my in my mind anyway, in my eyes, it evokes Beauty and the Beast somehow in some way. So I the whole film puts you in all these wonderful Disney classic films. But I to me, it starts even before you walk in those magical doors. Hmm. Not, not. You gotta give me that one. It's, it's better than your haunted mansion pilot. Come on, <laughs> come on. All right, I'm taking that one off the list. And so uh, you, I'm gonna. Does that do mean I that want, you have no more on your list? No, no, I got some. You're just gonna like them even worse than you like that other. So one. you, so I'm just. Do you not have anything? And when I say obvious, I, so something like Peter Pan's flight. 
right? Yeah. Let's just, let's just sort of just talk about it for a second because Peter Pan's flight— You know, let's, let's talk about all those because to answer your question, no, I kind of avoided all those, but those might be exactly well, what no, we should I, be Well, no, because talking. I don't think that every attraction does that. And what I mean by that is not just because an attraction is based on a film, it doesn't necessarily make me feel like I am— immersed in that film like no, peter but pan's some flight, do and do it very right. well peter so. pan's flight and i think because of the way the story is told like look under the sea that the voyage the, the journey of the little mermaid takes you through the movie right mm-hmm. it's it's like watching the 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 stage show over at disney's hollywood studios it takes you through the scenes of the film whereas peter pan's flight differs in that because you are in that pirate ship and you leave you sort of leap out of the children's bedroom window. You feel like you are flying with, you know, Michael and, you know, John and Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. You feel like you are flying over London and over Nana's doghouse and 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 around the mountains when, and Princess Tiger Lily is there. So you feel like, to me, that I am in the movie, whereas opposed to Under the Sea, I feel like I am watching the movie. Right? I don't feel like I am in that movie specifically. So that's why Peter Pan's Flight, I would add to my list, Under the Sea, I probably wouldn't. Do you see the distinction? I see the dis- Yes, sir. I see the <laughs> distinction. <laughs> no, and I, you know what? And I'm going to add because I, I think that really – whoops. I think that – I hit myself in the head. The really interesting part of this list, I can tell not you, done with. You obviously hit yourself in the head before we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> you are on fire tonight. Wow. Um, no, I thought it was interesting how we both approach this. I think the same but somewhat different because in my mind, I, I get what you're saying and I'm with what you're saying. And I, I added a third part was not that it not that a particular attraction or film or vice versa going both ways evoked – uh, the feeling of being in the story or even in the film, I kind I was trying unsuccessfully with you apparently, <laughs> but I'm trying to uh, think of moments and attractions or films when it evoked an emotion that mm. I experienced in one or the other. So that's where, that's where I was going. And it's not as corny as you think it is. No, I don't think it's corny at all. You I'm, just think it's wrong. I'm right. No, no, no. I, no I, 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 listen, that's the there beauty are no of the time. We've always, you know, for however many years we've been doing this now, we there, there our top tens are sort of subject to subjective interpretation, right? Yeah. Uh, of how we sort of see it. So, do you so want to count that as one on my list, and then do you want to go, or or do you want me to right. give another? You can't not. You can't go through your whole Peter Pan riff there and not count that as one. <laughs> Okay. That's, that's I was trying to beyond, save you. I wasn't sure if you actually your... had any more on your list or if you were actually Googling. Like, no, no, I didn't. I, well, I'm trying to – Peter Pan's – how do you spell that? F-L-I-G-A, right. No, I, I don't have that because that, that broke my self-imposed – that's way too obvious rule. So, hmm. Interesting. But I agree with – but, <laughs> but I do agree with you. So it's actually – It's your turn. Is it my turn? <laughs> uh, I don't even know where we are. Let's see. I don't know. I'm just going to say the one-man band Pixar short reminds me of the Italy Pavilion. You're up next. Go ahead. <laughs> what? <laughs> it does. Come on. That's what I said. You're up next. Go. <laughs> 
flames from the Pixar side of my shorts. face. I agree with you. I love one man band. <laughs> I never. I don't go to Italy and go. You know. This makes I'm looking around as if you no, can see. No, it's the like, other look at the way. I, which, I, and I, I look. I don't go to the Italy Pavilion and think one man band. Wow, I love that movie. <laughs> I, I see. I watch one man band and go. Oh, you know, it's like I'm in the Italy Pavilion listening to the music and the fountains are going. See that? That's that's where I was going. Hmm. Okay, <laughs> I'm still. You're so, still not. I, so I'm I was going trying to, to think go, of how to do the Incredibles, but I couldn't come up other than the monorail. But so I'm going to go to a place that um, when I when I take people through the park, um, mm. it's one of the places I, I like to bring them into this location and ask them. Or, or I will actually be able to bring them outside and now and then inside, but the outside has, has since changed in the last few months. I bring them inside and I say, "Where is this location based from?" And people mm-hmm. will look around and they'll look at the merchandise and they'll look through the shop and, and they most times don't know. Wait, and, see if I know. And then I tell them to look up, right? And they see something completely different because they don't look up into the rafters. They don't look up on the shelves on the wall. And then I say, all right, now tell me what film is this from or what Disney animated film was it from? And some people get it. Some people don't. But if you go into Sir Mickey's in Fantasyland... You're probably saying, Lou, of course, it's from Fun and Fancy Free, because here there are clear references to the Brave Little Tailor mm-hmm. and Mickey and the Beanstalk, because Willie mm-hmm. the Giant is literally ripping the top off of the building uh, on the inside facade, and it looks as though he's peering in. But everybody is so focused at looking down or looking at the merchandise that they often don't look up. And there's all kinds of uh, sewing needles and thread and all kinds of things from Brave Little Tailor as well as Mickey and the Beanstalk. And it used to be that outside, before it was replaced by Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom windows, there were beautiful vignettes in the windows that if you went, it really helped sort of sell and complete the story because there were lots of great little elements and and in-jokes from Brave Little Tailor and from Mickey and the Beanstalk, right? About Mickey sort of leaving the shop to go out giant hunting. So that's one of the locations that... Once you realize and you sort of get that aha moment, you're like, oh, I I get it. I do remember seeing this film. Or if people haven't seen it, I always try and encourage them to say, hey, this is what this is based on. You should go back and watch Brave Little Taylor Taylor and watch Making the Beanstalk so you can make the connection to the film. Because that Sir Mickey shop, to me, makes me feel like I am in a specific Disney movie. I thought you said Brave Little Toaster. That's a great film. <laughs> I thought you said flying toasters, like the old After Dark screensaver. <laughs> oh, my God. I actually know what you're talking about. That's the scare. The kids are like, a screen what? Screensaver. What? <laughs> screen who? Yeah. That's a good – that's – that. well, no, that, that stinks. That was terrible. <laughs> that's horrible. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm tired of bowing down to you. All I'm waiting for you. Dude, I have a feeling, though. All right, I'm just going to go right. Go ahead, man. Uh, Knock it just, you're stepping up to the plate. All right. Spit on your hands and get ready to knock this out of the park. Everything that came before, (laughs) except the Davy Jones part, because that part's real. I mentioned Wally was one of my favorite Pixar Disney films, but my favorite absolute Disney Pixar film is Ratatouille. And I think this this, uh, film. And two locations I'm going to go out. I, I, 
they are melded together in my mind. From the film, there's a couple scenes in particular that evoke, of course, I'm talking about the France Pavilion in Epcot. And the main scenes that always, in, when I watch, I go, I, I, I can close my, I can see it and then just close my eyes and be at Epcot and be in World Showcase are the scenes where Skinner is chasing Remy for the that paper thing the wow. the the will yeah <laughs> the letter the thing but anyway as they as they run through the streets the buildings you see the scenery just straight out of the France pavilion and also the nighttime scene where Luigi and Remy first kind of make their connection um, where it's dark and raining and are along the canal because that reminds me of, as everyone well knows who's heard me over all these years, my favorite place in all of Walt Disney World, the International Gateway Canal leading to the World Showcase or the um, Epcot Resorts, especially at night, especially when you walk under the bridge and especially with the lights lighting the way and the music from the France Pavilion wafting gently through the air over the lapping waves of the canal. <laughs> but I, to me, the France Pavilion and Ratatouille are so intertwined when I can't think of one or be in one without thinking of the other. And when I first thought of this idea, that was the first thing that came to mind, because I'm actually sure I've mentioned this before in some other shows, that um, that, that of all, it's not a specific attraction that's about a specific movie but as far as location and feel and uh, you know being in the film being inspired partly by the pavilion itself which inspired by the actual locations in France and Paris specifically of course but I, I think it brings they both bring each other to life so well no I just I, I well up I'm crying now so that's the, I, uh, that's the one. That's the that's the silver. Tunnel. That's your Homer. That's your Homer, right? That's your walk off Homer. I, I get it. I feel you. But I will tell you that <laughs> oh, as you start to, to eloquent so eloquent eloquently describe the 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 waterway and the France Pavilion, all I heard was my mind is a raging torrent flooded with rivulets of thought cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. Gosh darn it, Miss Lamar, you're. It's it's a line from Blazing Saddles. Anyway, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that was beautiful. It was eloquent, and it's your walk off Homer. Thank you. We'll Good night, see, folks. We'll see what the listeners have to say. Uh, uh, I'm not. I'm not even going to look. All right. So I <laughs> well, do. Then have, you're up now. You got to. All right. So I do have a few more counter punch. No, I, no, I no. One. You give me the one that your one counter punch, and then we'll so, go into your. Oh, by the way, you know. What was the one? The one you thought of right away. Well, I, I didn't put these in order, so none oh. of these are my walk-off Homer, right? This is not right, well, my last-minute, my last go second. With me one you have left on your list. Well, <sighs> give me a go with me one to make me feel. You want to? You want to go with me one? Yeah, really, really stretch it out. Really make this go like a what? So I, you know, come on, you got one. You know, you got one. A go with me here, huh? My, see, the other ones I have are, are, are too obvious. Right? The, the other ones I have are, are obvious. Down, then, but you know what? Forget it. I'm going to go outside the theme parks. Uh, okay. I was waiting. I was trying to I'll get go out outside the theme, the theme parks. parks. And it's, it, it, it's overly obvious, but I think it's so well done that it bears mentioning. Mm -hmm. I will say that the Cars section of the Art of Animation Hotel 
makes you feel it's as close as you're going to get right now on the East Coast to Cars Land on the West Coast. So when you're walking into that that main area and, and there's some of the cars there and, and Doc Hudson's there and the sheriff is there, you really kind of feel, and I've watched kids go into, you really kind of feel as though you are stepping into that world of cars, right? Mm. So again, making you feel like you are in a specific Disney movie. Again, it's it's sort of laying it on too, you know, we're painting with a brush, it's too obvious, but it is one of those things that makes me feel that way. Now, here are my go with me here's. Now, I, I, got, I, got a, I got a proposal for you, sir. Go ahead. All right, why don't we go back and forth with our alternates? Go ahead, lay it on me. Because I got, no, you start, but We'll but make them quick. We'll, they don't need a lot of explanation. We'll just make it quick. Test track and Tron. Interesting. So mm-hmm. do you think that that, obviously, do you think that that was, in, well, not obviously, do you think that was accidental or intentional? Um, I think there was a great intent behind it. To attach it to Tron Legacy? Uh, to evoke the... The, so the, the, to evoke the yeah, new film? Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't it, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was test track Tron the experience or anything like that, but definitely you can see the inspiration. Right. Because, well, and, uh, right. It, you, yeah. they, you got it from Tron Legacy, and, you know, there was also a Tron Uprising, which was a, a Disney animated, I think it was on Disney XD. So you could see how, especially for a kid, if they went there, it would click. They'd be like, hey, this is a lot like Tron Uprising. I need to go home and watch. So you could or certainly the, say or, it was deliberate. The yeah. Right. And uh, the, all right. Obviously, the original, too, which yeah. is the best one. Um, <laughs> <sighs> oh, these are quick. These are rapid fire. This is the rapid fire. Um, <laughs> the Tower of Terror Whoa. to the Tower of Terror. <laughs> okay. What? The, wait a second. There was a Tower of Terror film. Steve Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. I knew that. 1997. See? Yes. Right? Never saw it. You never saw Oh, my God. You got to watch that. <laughs> Come on. It's Halloween time. You got to watch it anyway. Uh, so the, right, we'll the attraction opened in 94. They used, see, they used uh, props and scenes from the attraction in the film. So the film should evoke thoughts of the movie and vice versa. Bang. Bang. Tony's Town Square restaurant. Go to the back. Look through the window. See Lady and the Tramp there eating their spaghetti dinner. Boom. Wander through the queue of Toy Story Midway Mania, and you will feel as though that you are a chuck because you're shrunk down as soon as you walk through the portal. You're shrunk right. down. You are a toy inside of Andy's room. See, now that's that's the obvious one. Now I was gonna, yeah, that might be actually the best one on the list, but <laughs> it seemed kind of, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Come on. Uh, um, walking through Morocco and feeling like you're in Agrabah from Aladdin. Ah, lame. Oh, not lame. I got uh, the lamb. Sh- what play? Ready? Go with yeah. me. The Avengers. Oh, see, that'll no, take. No, see, I knew you were going to do that. If you would have told me the shawarma platter at Tangerine Cafe. Shawarma would you think- platter reminds <laughs> the, me of the, uh, the bread that Aladdin <laughs> right. shares. With the no, it reminds you of the Avengers. Then I would have give you a hug. Oh, the shawarma. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay, here. This is a go with me here, right? Yeah. yeah. Wandering down Sunset Boulevard and yeah. standing in front of the Carthay Circle Theater makes you think of the 1937 premiere of Snow White. Wow. Boom shakalaka. Wow. Walking down New York Street reminds me of Oliver and Company. 
Come on. Walking inside the tree of life makes you feel like you are an honorary bug from its from a bug's life. Yeah, I've seen Which, that, by dude. the way, do you know that this? Do you know that the attraction opened like seven months before the film did? I, I, actually, yes, I did, Lou Mangiello. There you go. <laughs> yeah. um, 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 that's all I got. Wait, I, I had an obvious. I I didn't even write these down. They were so obvious. I didn't. The Grand Fiesta Tour, Three Caballeros, the Three Caballeros, should also remind you. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Not just of oh, the 1945. I know, I know, I know. What? What? Say it. Uh, Come on. Uh, um, 1943. Uh, Come uh, on. The Emperor's New Group. No. Yes. Saludos, amigos. No, Emperor's New Group. No. The whole thing with the waterfall and the thing in the. <laughs> no, I got you. I, I got you. But but that's it's all right. Uh, all right, I'm gonna throw one at you because I, I'm surprised you didn't mention this. I know, I know exactly where you're going. I'm no, going to say the film. Seven cents, because uh, I know exactly where you're going. I'm going to say the film, and you tell me where you where little seven year old Lou Mangello is, because I can swore I, this is going to be on your. Can list. I say it in advance of you saying it? Yes. Pecos Bills Tall Tale Inn and no. Cafe. What? No. No. Although, although I I figured you'd say that too. Hmm. Mel. Uh, right. By the way, that's melody time. Just so you know. <laughs> Mary Poppins The Grand Floridian Disney sure. Vacation Club I'm sure <laughs> No I, I I swore you'd have something That puts you in Mary Poppins you, well, I don't you know you could I, don't get... why I, that. I, thought, I thought I knew you I obviously don't <laughs> And I should know I see I, I had Mary Poppins I had the choice between Mary Poppins and food and I went to Mary. That's dumb. All right. So if you were to go food, That's, I'm going to see your Pecos Bills because I know your that Pecos that, Bill. I didn't. Pecos to, Bill does not remind me of Mary Poppins. No. What, what Pecos Bill should remind you of Melody Time from 1948. Well, sure it should. But if I told you to go to Main Street, USA and mm -hmm. not to Tony's Town Square and instead to Casey's Corner, you'd say, my God, of course, Lou, because that reminds me of a goofy football movie they play all the time. No. Make my music. Ah, what? 1946, <laughs> seven? Somewhere yeah. 1946? Casey yeah. at the bat? You can yeah. actually see a picture of Casey at the proverbial bat in the... How about Splash Mountain in this film that I've heard rumors about, <laughs> Song of the South, which I... My daughter knows not what I speak, and probably neither do half the people... Well, they may oh, know see, of it, but have not seen it. See, so. when you said Splash, I thought you were about talking about the 1984 film starring Daryl Hannah. The <laughs> Fountain. <laughs> Which is Splash what it actually Mountain. was supposed to Splash be based Fountain. off of. It was yeah. supposed to be based on Splash. How about, even though it's closed, going in the American Idol experience and feeling like you're on the TV show? Or going in, who wants to be a millionaire play and feeling like it's a, you're on the TV show? You know, and those were stupid as soon as I said them. <laughs> you know those are closed, right? <laughs> I, I said before they were closed. You, you thrown, I thought you were going to throw Mr. Toad out there a while back, and I was going to let you have it. Nah, but, see, I, I had to let Toad, you know. But you, uh, you threw Snoo White. Snoo White. Snow White. You threw Snoo Snoo White. Snoo, what is it, Snoop White? <laughs> Snoo White. <laughs> Snow White. Seven Dwarfs. Wait, you said that, didn't you? I did. No, I was not on my list. I, I, ah, I, well, there yeah, you it go. Was not on my list. That's kind of obvious, but uh, it's I was obvious, actually yeah, to... and, and yeah. I mean, I don't feel like 
understand what I mean. I don't I, I feel like I am in the film because yeah. there was no roller coaster ride in the film. When I'm well, inside the second scene, the second act of the 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 play that is Seven Dwarfs Mine Coaster, in my opinion, and I'm inside the mine, that's where I feel it, right there. And can can I say the holiday dream lights and frozen? You know, like if you really want to make people crazy, just say Norway. Of no, course, I, Norway. No, no, right? I, no, I'm, I'm I'm not anything about Maelstrom. Say right. Even Disney, I believe in what they do. Everything they magic, and I can't wait to see what they're going to do. That's all I'm going to say. Just, yeah, you're better off just not getting into that. You know, I love it. Lilo and Stitch. Oh man, so. But you know, it's it's interesting as we we talk about this. You know, these attractions that are based on movies, right? And of course, there are movies based on attractions. You got Pirates, uh, Mansion. I don't think any of my attractions were are based on a movie. <laughs> Country Bear Jamboree, Tower like, of Terror. Wait, you ready for this? Yeah. Mission to Mars. <gasps> Remember Mission to it's a, it was a Touchstone yeah. film so from back in 2002 ish, but let's think about the future because there are Avatar. more films that are going no there are more films coming out some are greenlit some are sort of maybe on hold so it'll be interesting years later to listen back to this podcast and see which were actually made but we know that Tomorrowland is coming <laughs> out in 2015 we've seen that the first trailer which looks awesome by the way. And there are other rumored films based on Disney attractions. There's the Magic Fit Kingdom film, which was supposed to be uh, produced by John Favreau, who I love, by the way, not just because of like Iron Man stuff, but because of Rudy. Uh, a, a rumored It's a Small World film, a rumored Ooh. remake or new film of The Haunted Mansion by Guillermo del Toro, a rumored Jungle Cruise film. And a newly rumored, relatively newly rumored, it's a small world film. You just said that. No, I didn't. Tomorrowland, Magic Kingdom, Small World. Oh, and there's also a, a, a potential <laughs> Matterhorn movie called The Hill. Working title. So my that, question, that's... though, <laughs> my question, though, is especially based on how completely diverse and potentially divergent our answers were I want you the listener to tell me please what do you think is the best or your favorite film based attraction or vice versa in Walt Disney World what is that place or attraction or show or what location whatever it may be that makes you feel like you are in a specific Disney movie or like Tim said, vice versa. Please do me a favor. I want you to tweet me. I'm at Lou Mangiello. Or go to WDWRadio.com. Click on this week's podcast. There that'll take you to the show notes page. At the bottom, you can leave a comment. I would love to have the comments right there and see what your responses are. Or if you agree with or disagree with anything that Tim or I said, please feel free to voice your opinion there. Would love to keep the conversation going. And then, as long as you are, uh, as long as you've dialed up into AOL and you've got a pretty solid connection, as long as your mom doesn't pick up the phone and, and break it up, go to celebrationspress.com and find out all about Celebrations Magazine. Because now, not only can you get it in print, but you can save a few trees while you're at it and get it digitally downloaded to your mobile device as well. Look at you Yay. forward thinking, Timmy Foster. 
I embrace the world of tomorrow, as does Wally as he looks through the cloud. Lord. God. I, I'm tweeting. Hold on. Phoenicians rock. Hashtag Wally rule. Wally rule. I, no, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> you don't tweet. No, I well, this was a lot of fun, uh, albeit interesting, <laughs> Tim Foster. We uh, we need to... And this is, the next Note time yourself, I think we do this... This is the last time Tim picks the top. Right. The next time we do this, we're actually maybe going to do it together live, like oh, in person, yeah. in Walt Disney World, if you can no. find your way there. So. And I'll finally get to Walt Disney World. This will yeah, be so good. I'm going to take show you me around show you yes. Show me that <laughs> castle thingy everyone talks about. <laughs> Awesome, brother. This has been uh, a lot of fun. <laughs> Question mark? The Eeyore to my poop. <laughs> it's time for our Walt Disney World Trivia Question of the Week. Invite you to test your knowledge of Walt Disney World history or see how well you pay attention to the details in what you see and maybe even in what you hear. You can then enter for a chance to win a Disney prize package. Before we get to this week's trivia question, let's go back, review last week's, and select our winner. So on last week's show, we did a virtual trip down and around and through the history of the Rivers of America, and I was talking specifically for a while about Tom Sawyer Island, and your question was to tell me what was the name of the mystery mine on Tom Sawyer Island? And again, nearly a thousand of you entered and got this one correct, and it is, is of course, called Old Scratch's Mystery Mine. Now, you may be wondering who Old Scratch is. Well, that was actually a pre-Civil War folk name for the devil, referred to in Mark Twain's Tom Sawyer novel. As always, I took all of the correct entries, randomly selected one, and you are playing this week for a copy of my new 102 Ways to Save Money for and at Walt Disney World book, as well as all six of my virtual audio walking tours. And I'm going to throw in a mystery prize this week for my collection as well. And our winner, randomly selected from all the correct entries, is Chris Shane. So, Chris, congratulations. I'll get your package out to you right away. If you played last week and didn't win, that's okay because here's your next chance to enter in this week's Walt Disney World Trivia Challenge. So this week's Trivia Challenge is, like I said at the intro, not about what you see or about your knowledge of Walt Disney World history, but about what you hear. Let's see how well you pay attention and identify for me from what attraction does this line come from. But let's not talk about me, let's talk about you and how you can help me make history today. All you need to do is tell me what attraction that line comes from. Email your answer to contest at wdwradio.com. You have until 11.59 p.m. on Sunday, November 2nd. Once again, you're playing for all of the virtual audio walking tours, a copy of my 102 Ways to Save Money book, and this week I'm also going to throw in a mystery Disney pin. So good luck and have fun. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thanks so much for taking the time to tune in this and every week. A couple of quick reminders. First, I want to say thank you again, as always, to everybody who has gone to Amazon.com and reviewed my 102 Ways to Save Money for an at Walt Disney World book. I really do appreciate it. We have nearly 150 reviews. If you have the book and enjoy it, 
please go add your own and tell your friends, even if you didn't buy the book directly from Amazon. And to find out more and purchase the book in print or in a lot of different digital formats, you can just visit Disney102.com. Also, in addition to the podcast, which you can subscribe to over at iTunes, don't forget about our weekly live video broadcast and interactive chat where you can be part of the conversation and discussion every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern at www.radio.com. While you're there on the site, be sure and check out the blog, including our daily posts, contests, self-shot Tuesdays, where you can send in your photos from the Disney parks. Send in your selfies to photos at www.radio.com. We also have videos, newsletters, app for your mobile device, and lots more going on there. You know I love hearing from you, so if you have a question you want answered on the show, email me at lou at wdwradio.com, or if you want to be heard on the air, you can call the voicemail at 407-900-9391, or if you visit wdwradio.com, you can click on the Leave Lou a Voicemail button on the right-hand side of the homepage or in the podcast show notes for each episode. You can use your computer's microphone, leave me a voicemail right from there. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Lou Mangiello, Facebook.com slash Lou Mangiello. You can follow my personal profile there or like the WW Radio page at Facebook.com slash WW Radio. Of course, I think that nothing beats a handshake and a hug, my friends. So visit the events page to find about an upcoming Meets of the Month in Walt Disney World and other events that we're going to be having around the country on our cruise to Alaska next year. The next meet of the month is going to be Saturday, November 8th. That is the morning of the Wine and Dine Half Marathon event. We're going to meet at 11.30 at La Cantina de San Angel, outside of the Mexico Pavilion in the outside seating area. And then next, the following week, I'm going to be out in Disneyland for the Avengers Half Marathon weekend. We're going to meet out there as well, Saturday, November 15th at 11.30 a.m., of course, at the Cozy Cone Motel, because food tastes better when it's in a cone, and it tastes even better when you share it with friends. Lots more of events planned. You can visit, again, wdwradio.com and click on the events tab at the top of the page. Also, you can visit loumangelo.com to find out other locations that I'll be speaking and having meets and events around the country. You can also find out how to book me for your conference for your business or to come speak at your school. And if you are a podcaster in Florida or maybe want to just start a podcast, visit podcastflorida.com. Happy to announce that my buddy Jared Easley from Star of the Doubts and I are going to be putting on a one-day podcasting conference limited to just 50 people right here in Walt Disney World. Great way to learn, share, and network. And then stay for the following day because I'll be doing a one-day plus-your-podcast mastermind workshop limited to just 10 people really going to sort of dive in deep, help you work on your show and your brand and your business to take it to the next level. Again, to find out more and to order tickets, visit podcastflorida.com. Also, quick thanks to Mouse Fan Travel. They are my official and recommended travel provider. Whether you're coming to Florida or California or the Cruise Line or Alani or anywhere on the planet, you can visit mousefantravel.com. They will help you get the best possible prices, all available discounts, all at no cost to you. And like Tim said, if you want to get a little bit of Disney magic delivered right to your door, visit celebrationspress.com. And as always, my friends, and you are my friends, whether we have met yet or not, you guys continue to show that and prove that to me every day with your tweets and your emails. So do me a favor. All I ask is that if you like the show, please help spread the word. Let others know about it. Tweet out that you're listening. Comment and share links with your friends over on Facebook. And please come by 
rate and review the show over on iTunes. We have almost 900 reviews on iTunes. Love to get it to 1,000 five-star reviews. I want to thank recent reviewers, Pecos Jim, XTBone72, ParkFan1, Cargal77, and Space Mountain for leaving reviews. Really, really do appreciate it. And finally, and most importantly, I want to thank each and every one of you for taking the time to tune in each and every week, for letting me share my passion and my sort of positive outlook on all things Disney with you in so many different ways. And look, I want you to do the same thing. I want you to feel the same way I do every morning, which is excited about what you are doing and doing what you love every day. So stop holding yourself back, right? If you aren't happy, if you aren't doing what you love, make a change. Take that leap of faith and maybe, just maybe, remember sometimes you have to kind of go all in in order to to make a real change in your life. Thank you again for taking the time to listen. So I hope you have an amazing week this week. So until next time, see ya. Hello, Lou. It's Darlene Yankee from West Seneca, New York. I'm calling in to say that we are now under 220 days till the WDW Radio, Disney Alaska Wonder Cruise, and it is going to be so exciting and energizing seeing all the glaciers, and I actually am starting to get excited about our flight. We lucked out and got the place we wanted. Uh, we will be arriving on Saturday, and have Saturday all day and Sunday all day to see Vancouver which is another bucket list. So that will be great. I can't wait until you have a show with Becky on what's upcoming for our Disney Alaska cruise. It's going to be exciting and to see all of our friends and family. Hugs, everyone. Have a magical day, magical weekend. Stay safe and always think positive like Lou says. See you real soon. You've got a friend.